Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your hosts, Chris Jennings and Dr. Mike Brazier. Welcome back to season five. I am here with my co-host, Dr. Mike Brazier. Mike, how are you? I'm doing well, Chris. How you doing? We are going to kick off season five with just a little bit of an overview of, hey, we're coming into the duck season uh, or coming into fall. Some seasons are still pretty far out, but some, you know, some early seasons, we got some teal action. We got some early season Canada goose, but we want to just provide a little bit of an overview of what we're looking at, you know, from a conservation and even a, you know, waterfowl, even just enthusiast perspective as we go into the fall. So Mike, can you give us just a little bit of a roundup of what we're looking at going into the fall as far as habitat, you know, and I, I know this is going to be tough because it's a broad landscape here, but just kind of give us a little insight on what we're looking at. I will, but first I'm going to take exception to you not answering my question about me whenever I said, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Before I answer what we're looking at in season five, I did want to just kind of on behalf of all of us here at the podcast, give some acknowledgement to our listeners. We continue to grow our listener base. We appreciate that and encourage you all to share the uh, the availability of the podcast with all your friends. We It's, it's pretty pretty exciting deal for us here to be able to bring a lot of this information to you and, and connect you with a lot of the folks that actually have the information out in the field. So we're continuing to try to do good things and appreciate y'all's listening. So thank you. Uh, for, for all that and for, for telling others about it. And so with regard to what we're looking at here as we go into the fall and winter, it's been a busy summer mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's going to continue into the fall and winter and, and hope that, that folks appreciate the type of information that we're trying to bring, bring you to kind of let you know about some of the uncertainty, try to demystify some of the uncertainty that it kind of feels like we're all going through with regard to uh, drought on the prairies. We've the listeners from the season four this past summer will certainly know that we've paid a lot of attention to that. Talking to people up on the prairies, trying to get some sort of firsthand accounts of what they're seeing. We've had to go through another year without a full complement of the breeding population and habitat survey data, and that's making a lot of us anxious about not having data for two consecutive years on. Uh, on the population size and mm-hmm. habitat conditions, especially given what we're seeing with regard to the drought on the prairies. And then, then of course, drought in the Western U.S., all throughout the Western U.S. is certainly an issue that has developed over the, well, over the past year, I, I suppose. And uh, we're going to, all of those things will continue to be a topic of conversation, both within the organization, among our members, among our our hunter constituents, hunter hunter supporters, and we're going to try to answer all your questions about it. Um, and yeah, bring you the the information that that we think you're looking for. Certainly, information that we're looking for when we talk with folks from the Fish and Wildlife Service. And, and so that's another thing that as we kind of get into the fall, we're pretty soon going to see the recommendations from the Fish and Wildlife Service for regulations for the 22-23 hunting season. So a lot of questions around that. We're going to try to reconnect with Ken Richkus, Dr. Ken Richkus uh, on that, have him walk us through kind of what went into that. And then, yeah, just a whole bunch of other things that we're going to uh, bring to folks and some of which will be pretty basic stuff, talking more science and conservation. And um, I suspect you're going to have some more shotgunning and retriever training and uh, maybe some new product information. 
what, uh, How's all that looking? No, it's great. I mean, I think, you know, as we get in the fall, a lot of that gets a little easier from my perspective, certainly, because it's the hot topic, you know, conversations come easy during duck season, especially when, you know, we're talking to some of our typical guests. We've got Jay Anglin in the Great Lakes. We've got John Pullman in the Central Flyway, who consistently provide pretty good updates, migration alerts, things like that, but also provide those tips, tactics, you know, they, those guys, you know, it's just like any duck hunter, you, you, you get talking to these people and, um, these conversations come so easy because we're talking about layout blinds or duck boats or duck boat safety or retrievers, um, calling. I've got a, a, you know, one thing to look forward to this fall is a really great show with Brad Allen, the owner of Elite Calls, three-time world duck calling champion. And he really gets into, you know, learning how to call, but also learning how to competitive call. And then he gets into making calls. And so we've got a bunch of cool guests like that coming up, um, which I'm excited about. Plus, like I said, it's duck season. It's easy to sit around and talk. I've been sitting around talking about duck season for the last four years straight. So actually the last 30 years straight. But uh, so that kind of stuff comes easy. But I I think one thing that jumped out to me this summer um, you had some great guests, some of our science partners and and even Ducks Unlimited staff, Ducks Unlimited Canada staff, um, talking about the conditions. And we talk about that. That's kind of a priority for the organization right now to look at these drought conditions and take into account. But some of the things that I'm hearing from either messages or emails or things like, or just guys who are in my duck club, you know, they're asking like, how is this drought impacting this year? And, and what's, you know, people are starting to get it. Like I said, when I answered your question, how am I, you know, anxious? Yeah. Because there's a lot of unknowns and, and, you know, there's a lot of unknowns for how this drought's going to impact, how this season's going to play out. Um, obviously we've had difficult, some difficult seasons in the South the last couple of years, maybe several, um, a lot of that was weather related, you know, whether too much water, you know, not enough weather, not enough cold weather, things like that. But now we're adding a new element. And I think that's got people a little bit hesitant to look at the the big picture here and, and man, like what's duck season going to be like? So what, what would you tell people who would ask something like that? I mean, that's, that's a pretty far out question. Um, but you know, what's the expectation here? Sure. I'll give a, a little, um, couple minute sort of response to that. But I'll also say that here, uh, you could, that listeners can look forward in September to a couple of conversations, continuing conversations about what drought conditions look like on the prairies. Uh, Dr. Mike Anderson is going to be talking with us about what he's actually seen in southwestern Manitoba. We'll con- reconnect with Dr. Scott Stevens. He's going to be out chasing teal later this month. And so he will have some insights on some of the very questions that you're talking about. Like, so there's there's wetland conditions that are kind of driven by the precipitation patterns, drought. Drought is just a time when we have, well, when we're lacking uh, abundant precipitation enough to, to put water, you know, in the wetlands in the case of how we think about it. And so what does that mean for production this year out of the prairies? And everything that we have heard from partners across the uh, across that region is that it's, uh, it's widespread dry. It's pretty severely dry. Among, in some locations, certainly the severest drought that we've seen since the late 80s. Now, the prairies of U.S. and Canada are, are not all extremely exceptionally dry. There are portions of the eastern South Dakota that are producing some ducks. There are some portions in some of the western provinces that are producing some ducks. 
Um, but nevertheless, it is still a pretty dry landscape. So what that's going to mean is low duck production out of the prairies. And so important thing to keep in mind here is when we think about where the ducks f- that are produced in the prairies go, the the hunters that are going to feel the greatest pinch from a prairie drought are going to be those in the central and Mississippi flyways. Pacific flyway hunters are going to get most of their birds from uh, Alaska, some of the more western prairie provinces, the western boreal forest. Uh, conditions up there are pretty darn good from what we've heard. But of course, you're dealing hunters in the western U.S. and the Pacific flyway are dealing with a drought of their own that's going to have an entirely different kind of set of ramifications for for their hunting situations this year. And, and that's going to be a big topic for us as we go forward, talking with some of the people that are out there. A series of episodes we're trying to line up related to that to kind of help folks understand what's going on there. Atlantic Flyway waterfowl hunters are going to be mainly looking towards the boreal forest, eastern Canada, some from the prairies for, for sure that are going to be producing those ducks. So they'll feel a little pinch from the prairie drought not as strong of a pinch, not as big of a pinch as the the Mississippi and Central Flyway hunters, but nevertheless, they're they're gonna they'll see an, an effect as well. So, you know, on, on balance, we expect low production, if not very low production, out of the prairies. It's not a bust. We've heard we've mm-hmm. talked to enough people to know that there are ducks being produced. There have been some years in the past where, in some geographies, there were no ducks produced at all. Um, southwestern Manitoba. Uh, that's not the case. There are a few ducks being produced out of there, not many, but so overall, low duck production out of the prairies. Boreal forest is in good condition, according to Dr. Fritz Reed, mm-hmm. uh, good to excellent condition. So you think about species like green wings, uh, ringneck ducks, widgeon, um, scop. Golden eyes. Golden eyes. There's a few others there. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing a, a major one. But anyway, there are some species that are really closely tied to the boreal and they're not going to be as affected as much by a prairie drought. And so that's kind of something to think, keep in mind as well. Um, so yeah, but it the the result of low productivity is going to be a lot of adult birds in those that you do see. Now we came into this breeding season thinking that duck populations, duck breeding populations were still pretty good. If you go back to 2019, that was the first, the last year where we actually had data on breeding population size. And I, th- I think we counted somewhere around 9 million mallards, mm-hmm. uh, give or take. I'm getting my years mixed up. I think they projected 9.2 million mallards in 2020. That was kind of the equation-based projection lacking the actual survey. But if you go back to 2019, when we actually had data, we were still around that 9 million mark. That's a healthy duck population, mallard population. If you go back to the late 80s and look at mallard population sizes, you're at 4 million, 4.5 million, 5 million. So I get that people are, are saying, hey, it feels weird to be going into a liberal season with uh, a severe drought on the prairies, but duck populations are still pretty good. You know, if we had 9.2 million mallards estimated, granted, but it was going to be in the ballpark in 2020, we would not have seen a tremendous drop, you know, just just from last year to this year, drought doesn't kill ducks. You know, drought doesn't kill ducks, at least not the first year of a drought. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really doesn't to begin with, but what drought does is it, it reduces productivity. And then all of that, that takes away that annual replacement, that annual growth of a population. So it's not like, yeah, I think that's a misconception that some people have, like some guys that I know, um, 
who are big hunters, you know, they're asking me like, so there's not going to be any ducks. Like, well, right. they're still ducks. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, next year's ducks. That's right. You know, you're talking about production. And so I think that's where there's a little bit of a misconception there. Um, yeah. But it's definitely going to be, you know, as we kind of transition into the fall, um, especially out West, Yeah. you know, you're going to see, at, I guess the focus in, right now has been really on the production side in the breeding areas, the drought there. Once we get out to out West, we're going to start really seeing some impacts on the wintering yeah. habitat, even, you know, migration yeah. habitat as well. But, um, you know, that's something that I know you're going to address several shows. That's going to be, um, you know, very inform informative uh, for our audience. And then, you know, I've got one coming up very soon with Fritz Reed, who talks about this whole aspect of, these ducks showing up in the prairies, it's dry. What happens? They're going to the boreal. What is the boreal habitat? How does the boreal, you know, handle this, you know, what's productivity look like in the boreal? It's hard to judge. And Fritz really gets into the details of that, including some of the issues that the boreal is facing as far as conservation. But um, I think we're going to, you know, I think our audience should be very excited about season five. Mm -hmm. um, I know we are and just, you know, just some housekeeping real quick. You know, we're in studio. We've got a podcast studio. We've also got complimentary lukewarm water bottles now. <laughs> this is great. I mean, this is fantastic. We've got water. We've got we've got drinks. We've got snacks. So we're really kicking it off. Hey, I was on a podcast the other day and they had some some videos. Like we, we get asked to, to kind of comment on different questions, some of which are related to the things we've been talking about, the drought and produ production this year. And so I actually had the camera set up in this, year, uh, in this room here when I did that. And they were very complimentary of our setup that we have here with some of the, the artifacts kind of spill over from our, our waterfowling here. Heritage Center. Yeah. And so folks here have done a nice job in this little little room, um, kind of getting us set up pretty well. So uh, yeah, we're making some progress here as the Ducks Unlimited podcast. That's Water bottles and a few decorations uh, in, in the place. So it's all good. Yeah. Pretty soon we'll have hats. Ooh, look out. Watch out. But no, the, uh, you know, as we roll into season five and continue to, uh, you know, kick out shows, you know, we're going to also provide our audience some much more in-depth of organizational updates, you know, some different things within our fundraising, some different, you know, different event style um, discussions that, um, you know, I, I think, you know, will really bring to light some of the things that DU does, how, how Ducks Unlimited actually works as an organization and, you know, everything from the fundraising to the conservation side. And um, then there's a lot of things to celebrate too right now. That's like right. Coming out of the, out of the pandemic, I suspect, I don't know if we have Adam lined up yet or, but I suspect we, we probably, do. Or we do have yeah. Adam and maybe even get Doug on our president on again as well. Um, to talk about some of the exciting things that have happened with us this year, celebrating 15 million acres conserved. And is it That's next right. year, our 85th anniversary? It is that is. right? So a lot of things are happening within Ducks Unlimited to be really excited about. And I know those folks, and I'm happy to hear that you've got uh, Adam and others lined up to talk about that. Mike, are you ready for season five? Man, I am ready. Absolutely. It'll be fun. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Ducks Unlimited podcast wherever you download your podcast. I'd like to thank my co-host, Dr. Mike Brazier, for bringing awesome science to the DU Podcast. I'd like to thank our producer, Clay Baird, for putting the podcast together and getting it out to you. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, for joining us and supporting Wetlands Conservation.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash DU Podcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks.